This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Welcome to another edition of the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN, cover to cover, and we're doing it for Saturday, August 22nd. 25th. 25th. Just like I said. (laughs) Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics and nerddom with you nerds live. You can call us at 402-819-4894. That's four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. Or you can click the Facebook call now button. You don't have to remember no numbers, nothing. If you want to get in on the action, if you can't call in live, feel free to leave us a message or send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. But before we roll into this, Joe Patrick, I'm traditionally, ready. we give them a question of the week yep. to mull over. What is this week's question? This week's question came from New Guy via the THN forums. I love that guy. Hey, I'm new to comics, and I don't know shiz. I just finished Gaiman's Sandman Volume 1 and loved it, but holy shiz, that was the most 80s thing I've read since I joined Book It for the free pizza. A lot of shiz talking going on. Yeah. Here. Obviously, a product of its time, everyone looks like they're in a David Bowie video, and there are references to stand-up comedy in two separate stories. It's true. Again, I'm new, so I'm sure there's other stuff out there that's worse. So here's my question. What book, run, or story arc is solely and completely a product of its time, something that absolutely could not have worked in any other time period? Got it. So now, we're not talking about like things that are dated because no, no, they're no. from like the, the 60s. style or whatever. I mean, like it specifically references some like disco music. Right. right? Something along those the lines. The Hypno Hustler. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So let's get into it, kids. You've got your question of the week. The phone lines are open and rolling. We want to hear from you. Like I said, 402-819-4894 is the number to call. Or if you're watching live, just click the call now button while we wait for that to happen. Let's get this started with a little bit of Punisher talk. Last week, we reviewed the Punisher number one. From who wrote that? I'm drawing a complete blank. Uh, I Rosenberg? think we decided it was just Punisher number one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Matthew Rosenberg and it was Matthew Rosenberg and Sazimon Kadransky. That's right. Sazimon Kadransky. <laughs> Neither of us particularly loved it, and it left us asking the question Does the Punisher even deserve or need an ongoing series? I think it's a question worth some discussion. John Luttrell immediately tweeted at me in like four bulk tweets to which I sent back and said, hi, John, we're friends, and you know that I host a podcast where we do this, so why don't you call the damn show and have this discussion? Well, he's too good for that, but he did send us an MP3. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is John. I love The Punisher, but that also comes with uh, the struggles of why I do based upon my personal core beliefs and and if it's okay, but... Really, honestly, that's a series of medically supervised and peer-reviewed podcasts worth of discussions, and and I'm probably never going to make that. So for that, you are welcome. But Matt did ask on Twitter if the Punisher is an A-lister and if he should have an ongoing series. First off, hell no. Uh, He is not on the A-list. Even at his prime, Punisher was at best B-minus in terms of sales. And those were spikes. He mostly serves a niche audience. He's not a gigantic player in terms of big storylines, and he's not a face of Marvel in the direct comics market. And, and you're not going to have, you know, very many, if any, kids point to a cardboard cutout of him and scream his name like they do with Spider-Man. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. And with the subject matter and, and frankly, the masturbatory extreme vigilanteism angle that I, I, I don't really want him to be an A-list player, even if he possibly could be. Now, an ongoing series, uh, he's had a bunch, and at times, multiple books going at the same time. But back then, if you weren't a B-minus lister without having at least two books, Punisher has longer memorable runs I still enjoy most or or all of, but I'm going to suggest something that marketing-wise and financially has a, you know, something like a a 99.5% chance of failing for Marvel miniseries and an annual, an actual annual. 
one that drops every year. Yes. I know this is a radical idea, but you can actually have an annual that goes for more than a year or two. Yes. And I have a series of miniseries, which, loud gasp, don't focus on continuity and, and, and focus more on telling a wide spectrum of stories. I know my grumpy ass is going to hate a lot of them, but fuck it. Let's see if this can work. You know, they could be a series of what if it, what ifs or, or elseworlds. And, and, you know, you can have some that dip into the current canon as well. But you can also go as far as going with, you know, some that are bonkers, like Punisher kills Marvel Universe type things or, or Space Punisher, which I will argue is actually a Frank Thierry series I had a lot of fun with, and oh, I really expected to no, dislike he's just, it. He's just trying to... Um, I think I remember liking Space Punisher. ...at odds with X-23, but... Sorry about that. Caller, thank you for calling THM Cover to Cover. Who this? And please turn down your radio, or, or listening device, or whatever. There's an echo, and, you know. Is it uh, JD got a catch. JD! How are you, brother? Good, and I'm in the car. I don't know why you're getting an echo. That's so weird. I don't know. Yeah, I was for a second there. It's all good, though. Yeah, ah. it was haunted. But you're here, and you're back, and that's what's important. You interrupted John Luttrell. Can I ask you, can I ask you, you're in the car, so I'm not going to ask you to wait. So forget it. What do we want to rap about today? <laughs> can you pull uh, over and just, well, and just wait? <laughs> well, I was, uh, was going to answer the question of the week, but uh, the answer I came up with was a little interesting. It's, uh, I have a reverse answer. A reverse answer? Hmm. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Well, let, well, what do you got? It, it, Let's... It's, a, it's a story that I thought should have been dated by now. Okay. But unfortunately is all too relevant now. All right. <laughs> DMZ. Okay. No. I, okay, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't disagree with that at all. DMZ should be dated because we're through all yeah. that crap. And like we're like, oh, we uh -huh. got over it. The tea party didn't take over. Everything was fine, right? Wrong! Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> DMZ yeah. predated the tea party, though, I think. No, no, it came directly out of that stuff. It was definitely Brian Wood's like reaction to seeing a splintering country and going, this is yeah. the logical extension of that. But then the country came back uh -huh. together and everything was okay. Now it's fucked. Now it's split in half. Not even half. Two-thirds yep. and one-third, basically. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, the interesting thing is, is when I read it the first time, I always, I always kept, for some reason, well, I always appreciated that Wood didn't really say who was the good side and who was the bad side. Right. But I always kind of identified with the free states for some reason. Maybe it's because they had the long hair and they seemed kind of, you Yeah, know, man. But, they were like uh, Brooklyn hipsters, you know? Yeah, but I don't know if you read... If you recast it for today's politics, who's who are the free states and who's the United States? It would be just the opposite. You'd have the thirty percent of Trump's base that won't budge even if he eats a baby on television. They won't right. move, you know. And then you have the whole rest of the country that's like the Earth is round. It's more than five thousand yeah. years old, and Trump is a right. bad person. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know where yeah, else to go I, with this. <laughs> yeah, and you have that really, really loud minority that like white polo shirts and flaming garden implements. Right, right. It would be just the opposite, where they're fighting a war like the Japanese soldiers that were like left after World War II on those islands, uh -huh. you know, in the South Pacific, still oh, fighting right, right, right. for years and years and years, yeah. not knowing that the war is over, and the whole rest of the world's like, there is no war. Okay? No, we're, right. we're not fighting you. You're just wrong. <laughs> It'd be like a really boring version of the story. <laughs> but yeah, that was my answer. So uh, I know I've been dominating the airtime in the last couple calls, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. All but, right. Uh, we're giving you the boot. You sound like crap anyway. I don't know what's going on here, but it's all fuzz, fuzzed up. So. But it's always good to talk to you, right, brother. Well, talk to you guys later. All, all right. right. Later, Jeff. One. Okay, let's finish the Punisher. I apologize. Hey, everybody. This is John. Hi. Hey, everybody. This is John. Stop it. Hey, everybody. This is John. Oh, you can't I fast love forward. I the Punisher, but... <laughs> all right. We got the gist of what John all right, Well, sorry, saying. John. Yeah, we... Back to Punisher we, talk. That's all right. He went over two minutes anyway, he I said. I 100% agree with him. Yeah, I would be fine with a with a with like one good mini a year right. and an annual. And I'm not going to get into the moral, you know, whether we should like the Punisher. I love the Punisher as a character. I think he's great, and he's doing what he does. And his story is not a hero's story. Don't try and make the Punisher a hero. We don't need that. Right. Make him a psychopath. But it's really hard 
to follow the adventures of a psychopath monthly and go, all right, I'm starting to see a pattern developing here. All right. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. How are you today, sir? Good. What's going on, guys? We were just weighing in on whether or not the Punisher is an A-list character that deserves a monthly series. No. I agree. I'm with you. I don't think yeah. he needs it. And I think the Punisher falls uh, down when we constantly try and just keep padding out these monthly series and padding them out until they stop selling and then start again with another one and pad it out, you know? I, I think the um I think like things like Punisher Max were an outlier. Yes. Um where it's Garth Ennis and they're just letting him do his thing. And I don't think every arc was great, but some of them were like phenomenal and some of them were fine. And but it's him. I mean, you're not getting Matthew Rosenberg is an up and comer. He's doing fine, but he's not Garth Ennis. You know, he doesn't have that thing. And I know he's not trying to be that, but the idea that like, all right, the war machine book didn't really work, but now he's back again. Like we could take a break, but it's because there's a television show. So they're going to keep putting, they're going to, they're going to release it over and over and over and over again. And it's not, it's, not it's not doing anything except making everyone tired of the character. Yes, I, see, and that's where I'm at. Unless you're going to do something, like I agree. Garth Ennis's Punisher is far and away my favorite Punisher, and I'll probably never part with those runs. I love them, but they were great because they let him do whatever he wanted. And now you've got the Punisher sort of operating in the Marvel superhero universe, so he can only do so much. You know what I mean? Like he can go after and kill faceless Hydra guys, but they're not going to let him murder Baron Zemo. There's no way. Well, I mean, they might. Uh, uh, quite possibly. They I mean, let him kill a pretty big Marvel villain in the first issue. That's true. But, I mean, I guess you start running into situations where, okay, then when Thanos comes up, is the Punisher going to shoot him in the back of the head? You know, I mean, like... Uh, no, that's Cosmic Ghost Rider, which is the Punisher <laughs> of the future. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he would. Uh, <laughs> that's, that, for me, is actually a really good twist on the Punisher. It's like wonderful. the Cosmic Ghost Rider thing, like... It's kind of stupid, but it's also like, all right, you know yeah, what? It's stupid totally in all the best ways. Coming. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, like, let's do it. That sounds awesome. And like, you know. the dumbest idea I've ever heard, but let's go. This yeah. is exactly where they got the idea for the Infinity Warps. You know it is. They looked at Cosmic Ghost Rider and went, oh, oh my God. Yeah. We smashed the Punisher into the Ghost Rider, <laughs> put him in outer space, and people fucking love it. Uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite thing about Cosmic Ghost Rider is that uh, he had died and was in Valhalla and was bored. Yeah, and Odin <laughs> kicked him out. That's, that's so great. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Punisher is a character that's best served in smaller doses. Yeah, and when it's ongoing every month, it's. It's very samey. Right. And God forbid we get into another 90s situation where there's four books a month. Ugh. I mean, that's yeah, too yeah. much. stupid. They should treat the Punisher just like Hellboy is treated a dark horse. We're like, when we have a good Punisher story, we tell that story. It might be in the past. It might be in the future. It might be going along right here with something that's happening. But it doesn't have to happen every month. And it doesn't have to tie into continuity, you know? Yeah. Let Frank be Frank. Phil uh, Phil Lee in the chat makes an excellent point. The Punisher is a great character study, but the character doesn't work in the Marvel Universe proper. I totally agree. Because there's no reason that any one of the law-abiding superheroes in that city right. wouldn't shut him down immediately. Right, absolutely. Or one of the supervillains that he's going after goes, right. okay, human guy, I'm bulletproof, and you're... Dead. <laughs> sure. I mean, you can make that argument with a lot of characters, Daredevil, right? You know, but a lot of squishy dudes in Daredevil's the Marvel universe. Daredevil's a ninja, Joe. So let's just. I'm just back saying. Off, all right. But, but I on. think the idea that the that the uh, Avengers are okay with a vigilante run around slaughtering people, right? Like is they, probably they, a bit far fetched. Or even that Cap just hasn't just put a stop to it. Right. And said no. We, yeah. No, we're not doing this. Brian, let me ask you another question. The Defenders. Yeah. Where do you come down on the Defenders? Well, you just got news that the Defenders are coming back to Marvel. Uh, Have you ever cared? And I'm not talking about the Netflix Defenders. We're not doing that. I'm talking about old school, Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange. Submariner. Submariner and, and the Hulk. Do you care about the team that is not a team? No. I don't either. <laughs> never so these cared. These are good questions for me today. I have, I have no interest. I've um, never cared. Yeah, I, I haven't. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like there was a Defenders team at some point that I thought was interesting, but I don't know. Not recently. I don't, I don't have a single 
Defenders team well, or Matt, story that was pops a, into my head that I'm like, well, that one. There that was a one Matt was. Fraction Defenders run. It was brief. There like was? 10 issues. Yeah. Um, what was the team? I don't remember anything about it. Was it, was it that or the champion? Because he did the champions. Maybe it wasn't Matt Fraction. I it don't was, think it was Matt Fraction. Maybe it was Rick Remender. Not Matt Fraction. It was one of them. I don't know. But yeah, there was the champions that became the order because there was that rights dispute. Right. Um, right, 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 right. Uh, that was a good book. That was pretty good. Yeah. Brian, what did you call to talk about today? Because Matt won't shut up. Well, um, I like his questions. I know all the answers. Um, so that's good. <laughs> um, the, and I don't have to think about them. They're just good gut feelings. Sure. Is the, the question of the week, is that the bad origin question? Uh, no, that's uh, we we jumped the gun on the episode. It, okay. We are on the uh, the dated. The, the storyline oh, that only right. works in that time period because of how, of how dated it is. Right. Okay, I don't have an answer for that. Okay. That's all right. That's okay. Save your okay. save your origin answer for next week. Yes, we want to hear it. I I'm sure I'm and I'm sure there's like 200 awful because I was trying to find a Marvel Unite or Unlimited one that he could look at um, because they're but I couldn't think of any so I found like an old Wildstorm one that God it just it's oh there was plenty of terrible origins there baby it it is as bad as it gets <laughs> oh it is as yeah. bad as it gets and I I can't wait to talk about it like whenever we talk about that next week my God it next is, week we is, will do it awesome on a, on a it's like a one on the wild strong quality level oh it yeah is so bad oh that, yeah um I don't think anyone has read it except like the diehards because it is to Man. call it forgettable is I want to guess the word forget God I want to don't I want to guess but I'm not going to don't I don't want to spoil anything yeah. Don't ruin the magic. I think I have a, a really strong feeling where you're going here, though. <laughs> no, you know, you're going to say, like, who? Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, whoa, whoa, bad, really bad. Brian, thanks for your call, um, buddy. It's always good to talk to you, man. Yeah, have a good weekend, guys. All right, you, you too. too. Brian. The Defenders. I want to I wanna hear from somebody. Like, tell me I'm wrong. I know there's some old guys out there. Sacks, you're probably watching. There's got to be some Defenders, beloved Defenders, Ron. Like, I know, I... I or even reason for the defenders. Give me a reason for the defenders. I don't get it. <laughs> they were just there. Yeah. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Hello. Uh, this is Dr. Phil Lee. Dr. Phil Lee? How are you, sir? Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Matthew. Uh, I was hoping to speak to Joseph if he were around. Uh, uh, let me get him for you. Hold on You're one right. second. Joe, you got a call. What? I mean, they're, we're on video, man. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Who yeah. is it? <laughs> I'm here, Phil. I'm listening. Just like Dr. Fraser Crane, I'm listening. Joe, this is your doctor calling. Um, we've got uh, the new Warriors in here. And as you know, we've been watching them carefully now for the past few months. Uh, we're sorry to report that they are indeed dead. No! <laughs> I told you! No! <laughs> speaking all right this is some jackass sorry. off the streets it's dr um, phil lee okay we did everything we could for them we tried to resuscitate them a few times it never took uh i'm sorry no. the new warriors are dead long live the new warriors it's fine it's okay <laughs> there's plenty the new warriors are a perfectly dated idea they are not does not work anymore you're wrong it's oh you're so wrong they're never they're never <laughs> die they'll never die <laughs> Well, thanks for breaking Sorry, the news. Yeah. Thanks for breaking the news to me gently, Phil. Yeah, I Phil, I appreciate it. you settling that too. We just needed a doctor to show up and let us know. So there you yeah. go, Doctor Phil Lee. I thought he did. Look, man, <laughs> all there's all sorts of people out there that say all sorts of things, and people still uh, refuse to believe them. Sure, that's true. But yeah, Phil didn't I'm go to college for four years a, for eight years to be called Mister. I'm okay? a, I'm the I'm a flat Thank I'm you. the flat earther version of the New Warriors fan. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> Phil, you're breaking up on us a little bit, so I'm going to let you go, but I appreciate you settling that argument for us. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Have buddy. You. Have a good day. Phil. Have a good one. <laughs> I would argue the New Warriors were very dated, very much a product of the 80s, and it just doesn't work anymore. First of all, they first appeared in the 90s. So each Did they really? Shit, 90s? 1990. Really? Uh, yeah, 1990. Okay. And, um, 
I mean, it's dated because of when it came out, not because of the concept. There was nothing about the concept that's dated. No, I mean, it was a team of youngsters or whatever. I mean, the the most dated thing on that team was Night Thrasher's skateboard, and he only used it one time. It was, yeah. that was Once. Pretty bad. I would argue Namorita's uh, swimsuit was pretty dated. <laughs> it was just a one-piece version of Namor's It wasn't flattering. Speedo. It didn't work. It was bad. Whatever. It didn't work. Namorita's like, girl, you got it. Don't hide that shit. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Come on, girl. And she's dead, right? Namorita's dead. Um, you know what? I don't remember okay. because she did die, but then she came back. Something. I remember she you- died in Civil War. She was she got blown up. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, the, yeah, the only one to survive. Uh, well, that's not true. I think Speedball. some of the new characters survived. Speedball survived. Yeah, yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, and then he put spikes in his genitals. Yeah, because he was so guilty and changed his name to. Penance? Penance, yeah. But not Penance from Generation X. No, Penance no from relation. Generation X is a different character. Yeah. No relation. Where was the Penance, Penance crossover book? Yeah. Where was penance that? Penance meets Penance. Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. She could have stabbed his crotch with her claws, and he'd be like, and oh, be like, yeah. I deserve it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so some Punisher talk from the chat. Uh, BS3 says, I have a problem with the way Punisher is referenced in mainstream society. Punisher decals on cars, which is usually associated with animosity towards Black Lives Matter, Muslims, etc. And I found this for guns. Yeah, it has definitely become a symbol for gun dude. Who's just yeah. like, I'm done taking shit from the man. And like, that's yeah. not what the Punisher's about, you fucking idiot. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like you are, it, it's as bad as Calvin peeing on a Chevy sticker. You know, yeah. it's like there was never a time where Calvin and Hobbes like took this like dude bro stance and Calvin, you know, peed on the Dallas Cowboys or whatever. You know, <laughs> could I get a could I get a sticker of Calvin peeing on a Calvin sticker? Probably. And it would be like one of those infinity images, Oh, you just right? like chain it like peeing on Calvin. It was peeing on Calvin. It was peeing on Calvin. It was peeing on Calvin. It just go, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. This blew my mind. The ultimate. That's not the Punisher's fault, though. I, I'm No, no, no. That's, that's idiot. That, right. And that's it's, idiot gun bro's and fault. And it's not the first time that people have co-opted symbols for misguided reasons. Right. It's stupid. It's as bad as when uh, the hate monger dressed up like the white Captain America and went down to the border to fight. Mexicans and immigrants and shit, and the Punisher came and killed him. <laughs> that oh, was a great storyline. Uh, that was a wonderful storyline. Was that in it, it the was right Punisher? after the death? No, it was in the pages of the Punisher. It was after the death of Cap. Okay. I think it was Rick Remender. The Punisher I'm dressed sure. up like Captain America, if I recall. Thank he- you for calling THN cover to cover. I don't know why the phone didn't ring, but here you are, caller. Who this? Hey, it's Clay, the nickname Staley. Clay! Well, now. Rolling out of the rack early today, eh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> only up because of my fantasy football draft. Okay. Mm. Wow, it is early for a fantasy football draft. You feel good about this? Well, it's it's all it's all people back in uh, in Nebraska, so they're two hours early. No, I don't so mean early actually... in the day. I don't mean early in the day. I mean we got two more preseason games. A lot of shit could happen. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, la- last year every single one of my starters went out for the season, and <laughs> yep. uh, we did it in September. So I, uh, I, I, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, regardless, it, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're screwed no matter what you do. <laughs> yeah. Clay. Uh, there, there's nothing that is going to save my team. No. I have, I think the best draft of the entire league and they're still all going to get injured. Yeah, you're going to do the right I thing and, and pull your players. If they kneel though, during the national anthem, right? You'd be like, screw that. <laughs> yeah. You ain't playing on my fantasy oh, yeah. team. <laughs> Clay, just oh, yeah. just I'm, do what I do. I'm blaming uh, blaming kneeling players for my lack of beer sales. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clay, just do what I do and only pick players who have last names that are also first names, like Demarco Murray. Oh. Uh, nice. Or it, barring that, if that's not a good option for whatever round you're in, uh, players whose names are unintentionally hilarious. Oh wow. yeah. Um, what was the one I? What was the one I saw today? You expound uh, on that, Joe. <laughs> no, I do not want to expand on that. <laughs> well, f- football's not nearly as good as baseball for that. Oh yeah, uh, but although yeah, football the, does have the, an announcer right now named Booger McNeely, shit you not. Dude. Yes, that is that is the His one. His Christian I was name of. is Booger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, tell me you didn't call to talk about football all day. What did you call to rap about, sir? Oh, I, I don't know. I mostly wanted to catch up with you guys, oh, but uh, I figured I would it has throw, been a while. throw a few. What's that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bit, I mean, I, I'm, I, I have tried so many times to wake up early enough, and I always fail to figure <laughs> <laughs> out how to get up in time to call in. And the, one, the only times I was up in time uh, recently was when my band was in the studio, but I couldn't really get away to Fair call enough. into a podcast. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I suppose the top things I would want to talk about are some of the recent trailers. Okay. Which, uh, we can do that. You know, what do you got uh, in your mind? Well, um, for sure. The, uh, Godzilla one was the one I was most excited about. Holy uh, hell, it looks great. <laughs> oh, I, wa- I watched it like 10 times in a row. Yeah. I was so into it. I can't watch it without giggling. It just, woo, <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> Yeah, though, like, uh, the uh, I got in a deep rabbit hole of going through YouTube comments and Ugh. everyone just basically basically yelling, why isn't this monster in it? Why isn't this monster in yeah. it? Like, you can't, uh, 50 different times. Like, the, the, the dumbest criticism here? in the world lives in the comments, and the criticism is always, what about my personal thing? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not a criticism, you fucking idiot. Like, there ain't enough meatloaf in this movie. You know, like, come on, man. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I mean yeah, meatloaf, but, actual uh, meatloaf, not the oh, meatloaf. Oh, I thought you meant, like, meatloaf, the no, the musician. Not that conservative fucking blabbermouth drunk moron. No, he can go away. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, he can go away. Screw that dude. Why is it? Why isn't Meatball from Aqua Teen Hunger Force in it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Meatwad. Yeah, <laughs> Meatwad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I'm uh, yeah. super excited for the new Godzilla. I, think. I was really excited on that. I, I was surprisingly excited for Shazam. Yeah, uh, which absolutely is, Shazam looks you know, very fun. Def- yeah, definitely not a uh, character I've ever cared about at all and that that movie really made me excited for you know something kind of fun and then um the most anticipated nerd thing by far for me that basically is like what's keeping me hoping that the country doesn't completely collapse here in the next year is uh is the upcoming dune uh, yes. is probably yes. my most anticipated movie of all time. Absolutely. Um, uh, the same people that brought us the new Blade Runner, which was so much better than yeah. anything Ridley Scott was going to do with it, <laughs> are giving oh, us God, the, Dune. The new Blade Runner, I mean, well, the new Blade Runner, I am like fully convinced in 20 years is going to be looked at the same way that we look at the original Blade Runner. Absolutely. It was a masterpiece. Is, it was you a, know, if, yeah, if Blade Runner was guilty of one totally. thing, it was too beautiful for the viewing audience. It was too good. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I don't expect yeah, you dummies yeah. to wrap your head around it, but you can also walk out and say, that's my fault, not Blade Runner's fault. I'm the dumb one. You too know? beautiful to live. Yeah. It was wonderful. I cannot wait to see what they do with Dune. I love not- the Dune mythos so much. I have read four of the Dune, three of the Dune books, and... They I've, are, I've read the prequels, they and are they're not even slog. good, and I still I'm, love them. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. They're a slog, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I cannot wait to see what they do. Oh, it's going to be yeah. fantastic. I've never read uh, Dune, nor have I seen the movie. It is hard what? for sci-fi nerddom. Like, I remember I mean, watching it. The I original rem- Dune, the original Dune, the book, you could probably knock out in like a day or two. It's it's. It's pretty long. A pretty quick read. It's a quick read, but well, it's, a, I, I it's like know. a solid 500-some pages. I mean, it's pretty long. I got so sucked into it. I, I went through Fair. it so fast because I loved it so much. But yeah, yeah me it's, too. it's very much like uh, Space Lawrence of Arabia, I guess. Mo- very much um, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, and, and part of that whole uh, uh, Dances with Wolves, uh, Avatar kind of story as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember but, uh, seeing. Yeah, awesome. I remember seeing the movie, or at least part of it, when I was very little, and it was specifically the scene where the guy gets his hand disintegrated. They put his hand in the thing, and it like dissolves his hand. Yeah, right? It's all in his head. It just it just burns. Yeah, him. but it like freaked me out, it's and so I just thing. never went back to Dune. What is inside the box? Yeah, pain. <laughs> like, like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, um. Yeah, that one was uh, okay. I mean, a lot of people defend it just because it is so weird and it was David and Lynch. fun. But I actually, 
really stand by the uh, uh, Sci-Fi Channel adaptation. It was great. Like the Sci-Fi Channel adaptation was, really was great. Clay, I got another call Dude. coming in. I don't know why the phone is not ringing, but we got to spread the love here. So I'm going to let you go. Yeah, no worries, man. Thank you very much for your call. Good we will talk to you, to you soon. Good luck in your draft. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. I have no idea why the phone is not ringing, but you are here. Caller, who dis? This is uh, Michael Severe. I don't have a good nickname. I wish I had a nickname like everybody else does. You don't get a nickname, cool. Michael. You're already famous. Come on. I want a nickname, dude. How about just call me Very, and that'd be good. Michael, very <laughs> severe. I like it. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing well. For those of you who don't right, know, Michael yes. works for the Omaha World Herald. He has his own show that he lets us come and and guests are on to be nerds every once in a while. Yes, and the bottom line. The bottom line. And then every once in a while, he slums it and comes to our show. One of my favorite things about listening to your show when I get a chance to is that it, it makes me understand why nerds or combo people get mad at me when I talk about <laughs> comic books and mess stuff up. Because you guys destroy sports. You like have no concept of anything. And I'm like, sitting there going, no, what are you, like, Anthony McFarlane? To be fair, McFarlane? that is Joe's fault. That is Joe's yeah, yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, Matt's a sports fan. I am the one that doesn't know anything. I'll give him that. Uh, you, you said it was the man's given name. I mean, Booger's not his name, and his name's McFarlane. You called him, like, Booger McFace of Earth. Like McFeely or something. I can't remember what I call him. <laughs> McFeely. No, is Booger his nickname? That? He chooses to go by Booger? Because that's even worse. Well, he doesn't, you know, it's funny. I interviewed his mom. I worked in Monroe, Louisiana years ago. I interviewed his mom. His mom hated it. She hated people called him Booger. Well, but yeah. it made him even more famous when he was being recruited because when you're called Booger, nobody forgets your name. I suppose that's true. And so, yeah. And so everybody kind of, you know, just, you know, all over him when he was coming out of high school. So, yeah, he, no, it's, you guys are funny when you talk sports. I enjoy that. All his friends should have jumped on that band and like, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm Boner Stevenson. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm Fart McGillicuddy, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I, I called really, though, because Saturday is my worst. I hate Saturday. Saturday is I got to run errands. I got to do the lawn. Sure. I got to do all the stuff I hate. But I get to listen to you guys, oh. and so it makes it so much better. Oh. I'm serious. I'm not, you know, I love you guys. I get to listen to you. It makes time go by so much faster. Well, thank um, you. It's just great. I really enjoy <laughs> it. You know, even if I don't know what the hell you're talking about, like 90% of the time, Fair enough. I still really enjoy it. You know, because you guys fair. get so deep into it, man. I mean, you guys bring up stuff that I don't, I've read a lot when I was younger, but man, you guys are ridiculous. You know, you're like, uh, what do you call those people that are really smart? Smart. Yeah. Smart. That's what you guys are. <laughs> I was going to say handicapped. <laughs> hey, hey. Like Rain Man style. That is what we do. Yeah. By the way, I just want, in terms of the questions, I loved The Defenders when I was younger. It was one of my favorite comic books. Okay. Um, and I really liked the Netflix show. I, don't, I know some people didn't like the, the Netflix one, but I thought it was great. And I'm excited for them to do a second Defenders because I really like The Defenders. I liked and, the show. Um, I just didn't like Danny. Danny's a, he's the weak link. Well, I thought every else in the show Danny. was great. Did you like did you like Danny in the comics, though? I mean, yes. when you were reading, say, you, really, you liked Danny, like, in Heroes for Hire. The yes. annoying guy. You liked yes. him. I love oh Iron Fist. God. I absolutely did. You're going to sit here and talk shit about Iron Fist now? No, nah, I mean, Iron Fist is kind of a shithead. I mean, like, he was a... Hey, you know... He was put a him in dork the back in the day, sure. Yeah. I mean, but, like, let Dave me, let me put him on a list. Here's a list of here's a list of people that annoyed the hell out of me when I was growing up. Okay, okay so, Cyclops. Hated Cyclops. He was the whiniest thing... Any, oh, any Marvel, any X-Men character, I hate don't, it. He was a Boy he, Scout. Don't let your boy Kevin he, Coffee hear whiny. you say that. Yeah, you work in the same office as Kevin Coffee. He will come over I there. I said it to him. <laughs> I said if it, if it wasn't for Storm, if it wasn't for Storm, the X-Men would have been destroyed a hundred times over because of Scott making stupid decisions. So no, I said that many times to him. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. You're <laughs> right? not but wrong. That, that's how Danny, Danny fits into that category with me. I mean, I just, I always thought he was kind of annoying. Like if you, if I had a little brother and he was really annoying, I would think he was like Danny. Okay. Uh, that's, Luke Cage was. If we're, I mean? if we're going in the frame of reference from Heroes for Hire back then, yeah. yes, Danny was an annoying white boy. I, I agree. He's been established as way more than that since then. I th okay, You know yeah, what? I, I, think... I haven't read comics. I, get, I stopped reading and collecting in like 1997. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, you know, yes. I mean... But I think <laughs> even if we look back to uh, like Matt Fraction's Immortal Iron Fist, I think Danny yeah. was the least competent character in that book. It was the supporting characters that were... Yeah, definitely. They were, like, teaching him and, and trying to help him because, like, he yeah. fell into the power. He didn't necessarily inherit it. Like, he went and worked and did the job, but he was always kind of a fish out of water, 
you know, and he wasn't necessarily the smartest I think guy. You, or the I best think guy. that you've got rose-colored glasses when it comes to Iron Fist because I'm th- I'm thinking about what Michael said, and I'm thinking back to those Iron Fist solo books, and he was always kind of a doofus. Well, yeah, but I mean, he was also a doofus that made good, you know. Like he was, a, he, was, like he was a rich a, white a, shithead that like figured out the, the world is much bigger than my money and my and my father's company and shit. Like there's this whole other thing, and I've been a selfish jerk, and I'm going to redeem myself as you're thinking the immortal of Iron Green Fist. Arrow. No, what I'm you just not. described is <laughs> Green Arrow. <laughs> yes, yes, much better character. No, green but, Arrow. Arrow is what you're talking yes, about. Yes. <laughs> 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 that I like for true. Hey, last thing. Let me real quick. Let me tell you something. Because I, um, I, oh, I was listening to you guys, the show, I think it might have been two cover for covers ago or whatever, cover two cover ago, but you guys were talking about the whole uh, um, Aquaman, and a lot of people don't like Aquaman, right. and it, you think it's because of like Family Guy making fun of Aquaman that so many people have the attitude that Aquaman's so bad? Because I remember when I was a kid, Aquaman wasn't considered this, this doofus or, or like powerless hero. He wasn't. He was, people liked Aquaman when I was in the 70s. I but don't like now know, everybody man. makes fun of him. You don't I mean, think it's no, a family guy? I mean, like, they still, like, there's a Saturday Night Live sketch from the 70s where they're making fun of Aquaman. I mean, I think Aquaman has always been kind of a joke outside of nerd circles. I think to people that don't read comics. Yes, to people that don't read uh, comics, yeah. they're like, so let me get this straight. He swims and he talks to fish? I mean, that sounds dumb. It really does. But didn't they make fun of everybody in that in that that skit you're talking about? You know, the Hulk comes out of the bathroom, he's stinky. Were right. they making fun of everybody? I mean, they were, they were. Yeah, but they, it was yeah, like even like Black Lightning makes a joke because like they won't let him in because he's a black guy. Yeah. And Aquaman yeah, yeah, answered yeah. them. He's like, "You're gonna let white fish go in?" He's like, "Really?" He's like, "Nobody likes that guy." That's, <laughs> oh, no, that's Plastic not Man is the guy that I would laugh at more than anything else. That's oh yeah. The guy that I'd laugh at. Oh yeah. You know, but I, I I like Aquaman. I'm look, and I'm looking forward to the movie, and a lot of people aren't. I am. Um, I think you're completely wrong on Venom. That guy doesn't make bad movies. And by the way, tell your wife she wants a scene or a movie where he talks well. The drop. He is great in the drop. He was really and good. He doesn't have a mask on. And, and the last scene of that movie where the, the police officer says, they never see you coming, do they? Yeah. That's one of the greatest scenes in the last 20 years of movies. The drop was a ever, really ever, good ever movie. Ever talk down that guy, ever. And Venom will be successful because of him. Uh, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to put a bet on that with you if you want. Like can, lunch? Dinner? Lunch. Let's do lunch. Wives? I mean, what do you want to do? I'm not ready for <laughs> dinner. You're a married man, Michael. You've got a family. Let's just let's just keep it lunch, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll bet you a lunch. You name, we'll fine. say we'll say. So, what's our brand for success? We say it's going to make money, or what are we saying? Like, so the week the week before, you know, they always put out the guesstimation of what it's right. going to be, and if if it's more than what they say, then it's a success. How about that? Deal. Okay. Deal. I okay. like it. I like it. Oh, cool. Nerd cool. bet. I'm down with that. Then. Bam. I love nerd it. Nerd bet, yes. I got a nerd bet. You're you on the, take care. Michael, you're on the board. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Have Bye, a good Michael. one. Love you guys. Thanks. Love you, you too. too. Speaking of Venom, news came out this week. Tom Hardy <laughs> signed a deal <laughs> to make three, not, not one more, but two more Venom movies yeah, so for he's a, a Venom trilogy. A three-picture deal for Venom. Um, God. They they honestly believe this is destined for success. I I cannot see a world where this succeeds. It just looks so ridiculous. Even people that don't care about Venom or remembered Venom when they were thirteen and thought it was cool are looking yeah. at this and going, Ooh. "No, I think <laughs> you're wrong about dumb. that." I think that there are lots of people out there that that look at Venom and be like, "Yeah, you gotta be I kidding wanna, me, I man!" Brains, yeah. Oh God. Uh, I. I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I like Tom Hardy, but I, I, just I love don't Tom know. Hardy. I think I Tom Hardy is a fantastic know. actor. I and we're not. I'm not going to go back into it. I just don't give a shit about Venom without Spider Man. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, the the news. Uh, somebody posted a link to that story on Facebook last night, and whatever news site it was, <laughs> photoshopped a comic book Venom's face next to the exact three logo from Dale Earnhardt's NASCAR. (laughs) And the jokes were hilarious in that post. (laughs) We're just like something about uh, like jokes about uh, Venom and uh, they were photoshopping Venom's face onto Dale Earnhardt's NASCAR body. (laughs) So it was like a uniform with a bunch of patches on it. I mean, yeah, it was a very odd choice for that website to make. Well, you know, what can you do? Let's uh let's check in with an old friend from across the pond, shall we? Mm. 
live from somewhere out there beneath the pale moonlight, I am stately <laughs> Lord Fungus, back from a failed attempt to breach the defences of the ziggurat during the THN shutdown. Did not go well we for only it. just avoided the massive proportions of woolly toots. <laughs> if, like me, you're new to the sound of my voice, don't panic, you've not had a stroke. I'm British and a lot of us sound like this. Yeah, like a princess. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Tarquin. How's things? Shut up, woman. All right, okay, there's no need to be rude. Tarquin Fungus here. Just want to answer the question of the week, seeing as I myself am a product of the time. You could say I practically invented the concept of turning decommissioned power stations into bongs during the 1970s, but that'd be stupid. So I got to thinking about my answer. Our answer. I said, shut up, woman. <laughs> I'm a woman, you prick. What'd you call me, boy? You best get gone before I slap your pretty face into a Picasso. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go and play catch with the dragon. Yeah, your mama. <laughs> your mama. God damn it. I forgot the motherfucking question now. Shit. Well, okay. I'll discuss my feelings about the stuff me and the little lady have been watching. I'm not a girl. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Finally got around to watching Cloak and Dagger, which is brilliant. There's nothing like the trash I was expecting from ABC Studios. The UK finally got the Scooby-Doo episode of Supernatural, which I love. Dang, there's one funny talking mutt. I've been reading The Boys by Garth Ennis. Sounds like penis. What a fucking awesome book that is. It's violent, it's funny, it's funny, it's violent. Hell, it's like me, I guess. Preachers turn to form, return to form. I can't fucking talk, I've been drinking. Preachers return to form, season three. And the sooner the legends of tomorrow return, the better. The Batwoman casting is right on the money. I can't think of a better actress, and as long as they keep her loyal to the, the new 52 star, then it'll be a success. Now, before I go, i got to give a shout-out to the Aquaman trailer. Whew, Lord, that looks like my kind of movie. Dudes with hair and tattoos all swimming and stuff. Docking fishmen. Yeah, sort of reminds me of me and my youth. Hey, princess, get your fat ass over here and talk nice to these two-headed folks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Tarquin. Glad you're so pumped about wet men. Shut up. Right, um, I've just got time to do a quick Queen's English segment, chaps. Uh, the word this week is a fopdoodle. Get ready to jam out with your clam out and say it with me. Fuck doodle. It means you're a complete idiot. Someone who thinks they're clever, but really, you're just a twat. Yeah, like you, princess. Anyway, right. <laughs> just got time, just before we leave, for a quick word from my sponsor, who, unfortunately, I have to get these segments paid for so they don't pay for themselves. Totally so, understand. Well, I'll hand you over to my sponsor. One second. Are you, or is anyone you know, the victim of bats in your wig? It is reported that over 20 million people every day get a flying rodent or some description caught in their toupee, leading to embarrassing social situations and making excuses to leave parties early. If you wear a wig and find bats are attracted to it, then you need to try toupee away from fungus farms. A totally safe, non-lethal electrode is placed in a hidden compartment within the wig itself, and upon contact with any creature of the night, it emits a shock so powerful that the tiny marsupial is stunned unconscious. Simply follow the guidelines on the pre-printed card and remove the creature using the supplied tongs. After about an hour, the animal will simply fly away and your toupee will return to its normal state of sophistication. <laughs> toupee away from fungus farms, legal only in Texas and Florida. Toupee sold separately. <laughs> Always read the label. <laughs> Always read the label. Right. Uh, I'm off to set numerous tra traps for my holiday in September. I have a feeling that that's, uh, those THM boys might make a play for the British cigarette in retaliation and mm -hmm. I need to be ready, mm -hmm. especially now that Mark's in another dimension. Mm. Anyway, until next time, nerds, this is Stately saying, tits first, I'm not a slag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck doodle. Uh, I'm going to add that doodle. one. I like that Man. one. That's good. I'm going to add the hell out of that one. <laughs> I like that he has two personalities that are at war with each other. One is American. <laughs> Always a joy. Whew, yeah. Always Nice to hear joy. from you again, sir. It's been a little while, but it's nice to have you back. Looks like there's a, a whole Donnybrook going on in the chat right now. What is the deal? Uh, it's, I don't know. Well, that's your notifications no. popping up. No. That's just. That's the chat. That's two comments. What are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, but they about? were just rolling through stuff and it just stopped. Forget it. No, Never no. Uh, it, How it, dare our I friend, ask you to our do your friend job Tony, and monitor the chat? <laughs> I am monitoring the chat. Our friend Tony says, a doofus who made good, the Matt Bomb story. There you go. All right. Uh, and then he said that it was good to see the two heads back in the same room. Oh, Thanks, Tony. That's sweet. Um, I want to talk about the anime-inspired Star Wars. There has been battle lines 
created on the internet. Some I think people that love they're it. Ima- I think they're imaginary. Yeah, I but I'm trying to fuel that fire. I want to fuel are, that fire. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair so, enough. But the anime-inspired Star Wars that's coming. Uh, Star Wars, what's it called? Resistance. Resistance. And it's about, uh, you know, dudes flying X-Wings. It's about right? the Resistance. Yeah. And, and it's, it's set during the current series. Poe Dameron's in it. I think it looks absolutely wonderful. I think it looks cool as hell. I like that we're making an American comic book, pardon me, an American animated story that doesn't look like all the other styles of American animation right now, which are either funny or superhero. You know what I mean? Like, for some reason, the whole rest of the world has gone nuts and are incredible animators, and we, for some reason, are stuck in two different styles. I think this looks totally kick-ass. I think if you're mad about it, you're an idiot, and I want to hear from you. Um, I'm not mad about it. I just have specific preferences when it comes to animation. There is one of those things that, and you brought it up, I think it was you last week, when they take like 3D animation that's done on computers and try and make it look right, like, like classic 2D animation. I don't have a problem with the art style in terms of like the anime inspiration. Right. I just wish it was traditional 2D animation instead of CGI animation. I wish it were more like the new Voltron cartoon. Right. Which is gorgeous and wonderful. It is. It truly is. Or, or like the more uh, the more recent... Thundercats revival from yeah. a few years back. You know, those were anime inspired, but they were traditional animation, not like CGI video game graphic looking Not that stuff. new Thundercats, though. I'm fucking Don't pumped for the Thundercats roar, yes. There isn't anybody on the team I want to have sex with. I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting a call from Hollowell Photography. Who oh could boy, this be? I don't know. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? Who's the pervert on the <laughs> other Hello. line? I'm sorry, Joe was screaming. I apologize. Who is this? Yeah, Zach was posting a bunch of child pornography online last night. (laughs) Zach Hollowell. How are you, sir? You're putting up pictures of your naked kids again? That is disgusting. Yeah, I was. I was. I got got a photo taken down that was absolutely, or a video that was absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Really? Three-year-old not wearing a shirt because she was eating spaghetti, and we were talking about mini golf, and apparently that's something that gets pulled down. It was an adorable video. sick. Disgusting, yeah. sir. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Exactly. Instagram standards are a lot more lax, so I was able to Apparently, view yeah. the video. Yeah. Well, was this the kind of thing they were yeah. like, your kid's too ugly? Or were they just like... <laughs> your kid's not yeah, hot enough. It could like, be. Your get, kid's not hot enough. I get that. If you don't have a good-looking kid, no, nobody wants to see that <laughs> shit. Come on, man. <laughs> I've just got to wait for it to like turn eighteen, and then apparently it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, at that point, whip them out. You know, all the all the girls covered in spaghetti. You can want. (laughs) What do you want to rap about today, Zach? I I believe that's called sloshing, Joe. There's a there's a term for that. Oh, I didn't want to know that. Thank you. Hey, I like food. (laughs) I like food. I like Um, food. I like naked people. I don't need the two to combine. I'm not Caligula. That's gross. You know. And that's why you fail. Um, so uh, the question was uh, things that are like kind of stuck in their time period almost. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, yes. Mine's something that I completely respect. It's one of my favorite things. But boy, is it ever a product of its time. Okay. Zap Comics. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Zap Comics. Yeah. Yes. This was like late 60s, yeah, 70s, 60s San Francisco, comics. like mm-hmm. weed comics and shit where it's like beyond perversion totally bizarre basil wolverton yeah. uh r crumb r crumb yeah stuff like that like today you you couldn't even publish that shit you couldn't even come right. close to like the r crumb shit well you could self-publish it but he yeah. was a pervert he was a full-on pervert oh he's a full-on pervert yeah, yeah. no question like nothing oh yeah we're not uh, talking like half you know the dial's not set to five on his no, perversion. No, 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 it's no. set to ten. Yeah, like they don't have a dial that measures his perversion. The dude was like, he wanted giant women to carry him around and beat him up and stuff. Like he was a weirdo. Look, who doesn't? <laughs> We've well, all been there. But I think one of the things that makes it less accessible as we get older is it's simply the passage of time. And here's what I mean by that. Like, I wasn't alive in 68 when it came out. Sure. But my parents were, and I was watching some media from then, so I could kind of, you know, make the connection. I don't think kids now have that much connection to that. Like, you ask a 13-year-old kid now, hey, what do you know about the Beatles? It's going to be minimal. 
You know, oh, yeah. somebody our age who, Absolutely. you know, wasn't around when the Beatles were up, we know everything. Not even you know, true. Because Not even minimal. There's people who are like in the office that I work with at now. They're like, nah, I don't really care about the Beatles. Like, you, what the fuck did you just say? Like, I'm not saying you have to be a Beatles fan, but it, nobody hates the Beatles. You're not allowed to. That's just wrong. And two, nobody's allowed oh. to not care about the Beatles. That's like saying, I don't They're care all, about the, the these Ramones. These are two hot takes that I think you will find a lot of resistance on. Bring it. Come at me. All <laughs> right. Now. That is ridiculous. Oh. I'll tell you, I'm going to get off the nerd thing for a second, and I'll tell you how this idea works in our society. Okay. Us guys, I'm willing to bet your grandfathers were in World War II, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You ever, so, so you have an actual connection to your grandfather fighting Nazis. Yes. I know Guess Rich Man's son. The young generation, the young generation doesn't have that. No, totally. I, I completely agree. And I think that is why you see people that are like, well, I mean, what's so bad about a little white pride? You know, like, it's like exactly. they don't remember. Not even my grandparents fighting Nazis. When I grew up, when we, Zach, you were there, little punk kids going to shows, and these assholes would show up with swastikas tattooed on their necks and shit. We fought those guys. Yeah. We used to beat the yeah. shit out of those guys. Beating up Nazis was a pastime. Because they were bad. They were terrible fucking people. And now they got away from that. And now they're kind of good looking and they wear suits and they, and Viol- they make money, you know? Oh, and violence isn't the answer. Uh, yeah, you know? And like, hey, there's good people on both sides of the argument, right? No. Fuck I you. Know, no. I know we're getting so far off the topic, but a guy we know, I'm not going to name him, years and years and years ago, we were sitting at a bar and there were some old men at the bar and we were talking. They were like old World War II vets. And he said, you got to give the Nazis this. They had cool uniforms. Those old men looked like they were going to kill him for just saying that. Oh, yeah, man. man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. And and now. Yeah. Yeah. You get away with anything. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, other than that, but I think you made a, a point earlier. It's that, like, we grew up with our parents' media. Right. We had our own media. We had G.I. Joe. We had Thundercats. But we also grew up watching the shit our parents watched. Yeah. Like, you would turn on the TV and leave it to Beaver would be on on a regular basis. Right. Or, or right. Uh, Mr. Ed or whatever. And you would hear about these things and you'd see old movies uh, because that was all before the internet. Yeah. When, like, I mean, I'm not like the sort of person that rails against modern technology or, or video games ruining the, <laughs> poisoning the minds of the youth, but... You're the old man that yells at the cloud. Right, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, like, kids today have access to so much stuff. Yeah. Like, they, like, have no concept of anything outside of their scope. I, suppose, well, you I was ha- doing... You don't have to. I was doing right. trivia a couple weeks ago, and one of the questions was about Andy Griffith, and I think no one under, like, 34 got the question right. Jeez Louise. And oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, legitimately, go back on Netflix and watch those episodes. They're fucking hilarious. It's a great yeah, show. Zach, they're not even in color. What is the point? Come on. <laughs> uh, you're right. Well, like... <laughs> Like, this who, is great. All right, but Next who, time on Old Man Cast, so we're going to be bit. yelling about all kinds See, of old man like, crap. Who, who, our, who our age doesn't like have that whistle tune right. burned into their brains? Oh, you, you mean the old fishing hole? Yeah. The old fishing hole, right. It's, it's the best stripper song ever. <laughs> oh, wow. That would, I don't know what I would do with that. <laughs> like that was, conflicting that was, yeah that could stir conflicting some emotions. strange feelings <laughs> oh what, one more thing before i get off the phone that i need to do i know someone's listening hi hugo Tuverdick. how are you doing buddy oh yeah. oh god i hope yeah he's not, okay i hope he's not listening this is kind of an adult programming so you know yeah i know i meant to say that at the beginning and then tell him to shut off sorry john <laughs> <laughs> if only John was man enough to call into this show. Turns out he's, he's, not. he's a coward he's not. that likes to answer things yeah. on Twitter a week after the show has been posted, to which I say, John, that's not where we do this. We do this on the show. Come on. <laughs> well, he, he's shy. He's just a sad shell of a man. It's Don't true. worry about him. It's true. Don't worry about him. What can you do? We're all getting older, right? Zach. Okay. Well, I'll leave you boys to it. Always right, a Zach. pleasure, buddy. Nice talking with yes, you. Yes. Have a good day. Kiss those damn babies for me. We'll talk to you later. We'll do. See you later. Uh, Michael Severe says, lots of people hate the Beatles. I have done polls on this thing. Maybe they could, maybe they should have stolen more black people's music. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> See, those people are just saying that to be cool. That's all it is. You're just saying it to be cool. I get it. You're like, I don't like Led Zeppelin. Oh, that's a cool take. <laughs> right. right. Sure. Whoa. You know, like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. 
Let's get into it. Let's start. Let's start talking some dated comic. Books. All right, I had to look up mine just so that I could get all the details that right. we love. There's one that like specifically comes to mind to me that's not going to be mine, but Aaron Myers and I are both very big fans. I don't think you could do something like Rom Space Knight today. I don't think you could do it at all. The armor, the gun. like there's no but what's dated about it other than like the look man the the look is so 80s sci-fi there's a modern rom comic right now i yeah and uh it's great right no i actually think it's canceled i think it's gone Mm. i think it is gone i don't know it just it's that 80s omni looking like sci-fi cover you know that like you just don't see that weird painted lush rounded curves and everything inside now everything's all tech and like armor and you know like glowing circuitry and shit rom the only like he was silver and he had red eyes that's it that's it (laughs) you know and he flew around in space with a gun and he was a space knight didn't even have a ship didn't need it (laughs) he didn't need it no he didn't need it some dated shit man he's rom uh my answer goes to Superboy and the Ravers, oh. which is probably one of the most 90s comic titles oh. I can possibly imagine. Yeah, and I'm not talking like bleh. lots of pouches and no feet. No. I mean, that was a trend. That's right. not what I'm talking about. I no. mean, it's like Superboy goes to a never-ending party in space <laughs> and meets a group of like-minded teen characters <laughs> and they bounce around the universe doing wacky stuff. And four on the floor beats. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They- <laughs> I was like, oh God. And I, I loved that comic when it was when it was out. I loved it. I, I'll admit it. I'll cop to it. It lasted like 18 issues. Yeah. Uh, 19, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah. Sparks, who was a character from Superboy, she had electrical powers, shows up and tells Superboy of a never-ending party that she herself has joined. One night, she takes Superboy there by teleporting. Superboy also meets Hero Cruz and Aura after an altercation with some partygoers. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and so all of these characters are like 90s stereotype, like, this one's a party girl, this one's a tough guy, and it's, it's not a good comic. No. It's not at all. I loved it, though. I have got to go. There was this time in the, it was the 80s, where we were getting ready for the 90s, like the 90s anti-hero. And some of our heroes were asking questions, like, am I doing it the right way? Should I pick up a gun? And out of this, we got one of the toughest, most ridiculous Captain America stories ever written, starring... Captain America as the Nomad, (laughs) followed by Jack Monroe, who took Nomad to a whole new level. Jack Monroe, long hair. He was a little bit of a business in the front, party in the back. Oh, yeah. He He, had a mullet. He had an N on, like this big gold N on his belt. Right. He had two leg like belts that d- held a gun. He had a shotgun. He had a sawed-off shotgun. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was there to find his own. It was way very to uh, fight for the American Lorenzo dream. Lorenzo Lamas, big time. renegade, totally. Style. It was like they were trying to do like the street level crime, but it's still like professional wrestler looking dude with this super low cut V, you know, like and Captain America trying to tell him, Jack, you're doing it wrong, man. And Jack's like, Steve, you don't know. You're old news, bro. Wake up. It's 1985. (laughs) Okay. First of all, the nomad stuff that you're talking about didn't come till the nineties. It's true. Uh, And the uh, Steve Rogers, Nomad stint came in the late seventies. Yeah, I'm talking about the Jack Monroe Fabian. It was Fabian Nicesia. Yeah, and yeah. Samuel Clark Hallbaker, who I met at Walmart in Cedar Rapids, oh, Iowa, wow. in the late nineties. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was Steve's Nomad was kind of the predecessor to all these Midnight Suns bullshit and like no 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 spirits you are of wrong. vengeance. No, and like, Steve Rogers Nomad has nothing to do with anything nineties eighties. No, dated. I know that. What I'm saying it is was like, because he was disillusioned because the fucking hate monger took the place of the president. Yes, and killed himself. I I agree. What I'm saying is out of that spun this new take on the disillusioned hero. 
who was like taking back the streets the hard way, you know. But like Steve Rogers as Nomad wasn't even particularly more violent. He was just no. disillusioned with the I identity agree. of Captain it America. Was Jack Monroe's Nomad is where they yeah. really ran with it. Yeah. And out of that, we got that whole Midnight Suns deal, and like, oh, oh, it's terrible. Who are the Midnight Suns? Who are they all? Midnight Suns was supernatural. Yeah, so. but Nomad was in there. Jack no, Monroe was, was there, not. wasn't he? No. See, this is what happens when you don't fact check uh, things about books that you'd never read. No, hold on. The Midnight Suns were Ghost Rider, Blade, Hannibal King, right? Uh, Johnny Blaze. You're thinking of Johnny Blaze, who looked essentially the same yeah, as Nomad. You're right. He looked exactly the same. But with blonde mullet instead of brunette. Yes. Um, he had a sawed-off shotgun that shot Hellfire. Ooh, of course it does. Yeah. It's, it's a flamethrower. It's right? enchanted. <laughs> I just always thought that whole 90s anti-hero Marvel shit. And this was before, like, pouches and pointy feet. This is before Rob Liefeld. This no, is no, where no, 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 no. This is post-image. Was it? Was yeah. it their answer to image, basically? Uh, well, I don't know about that. But, I mean, it was uh, anti-hero was definitely on the rise. Like, Lobo was very popular yeah. at the time. Thomas Branch in the chat says, uh, uh, wasn't Nomad protecting a small baby? As well, yes, he had a baby strapped to his chest. Yeah, for a while there. And the baby was named Bucky. Oh. And she wore a little domino mask. Yeah, why wouldn't she? Because Jack Monroe was previously one of the Buckies. He was the right. Bucky of the 1950s. Right. Anyway. Terrible shit. Continuity. Terrible <laughs> shit. All right, Joe Patrick, before we get out of here, we got a new question of the week to set up for these kids. Yeah, we do. And I got it. Oh, sorry. I like it though. It's the up, up, and away song that I'm going to use. <laughs> Sorry, every time I went away from the window, so the script has to reboot. Why do you do that? Why do you go away from the window? Because I was looking at the video. Oh, gotcha. All right. This week's question, once again, comes from New Guy. He is gunning for that Gucci status and oh. he just might achieve it. Ooh, we'll see. I've gotten a lot of suggestions for good comics from my friends and this show. I just finished one. Punisher Born, which was one hell of an origin story. I'm beginning to think I've been spoiled by all the good books and I want some true nerd wisdom. I've got 40 plus years of the comic book experience to catch up on and that includes years of disappointment and anger. Punisher Born was great, but now I need to punish myself. Oof. I need to earn it. Oh, buddy. Can you tell me the worst origin story you've ever read? I don't care why it's bad. It could be bad writing, pointless character, stupid retcon, whatever. Okay. If I can find it, I'll read it so I can get some goddamn perspective. I love it. Um, he's offering bonus points if you can find it on Marvel Unlimited because he doesn't want to have to pay extra for it if he doesn't have to. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair um, enough. However, it don't limit it yeah, to Marvel. It doesn't have to be limited. We there. want like crappy origin story. Yeah. There's a million of them. Yeah. A million. Before we get out of here, Joe, what are you reading this weekend? Um, hmm. Hmm. I have some advanced copies of some very interesting books. Mm. I don't want to say what they are, but I'm very excited about them. Because we're not supposed to have them. Wink. Uh, <laughs> no, sometimes they send them out. Okay. Oh, I can say this. Uh, Cemetery Beach, the new Warren Ellis book. Image sent out an advanced copy. Yeah, of that. I'm going to read that. I'm very excited to read it. I'm going to read the hell of that. Um, I got my hands on an advanced copy of Border Town oh, from nice. Vertigo. It's nice. wonderful. I am catching up on the Terrifics right now. It is still I need to do that. fan Friggin-tastic. Uh, I, I love it. I just finished my huge catch-up of all the Infinity crap currently going mm, on. No so reason to do it. I'm kind of taking a break from the binge reading. Yeah, there's no, re no, no reason to do it. This Infinity whatever is going on at Marvel. Infinity uh, War? What is it? It's Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars. Yeah. It's doing nothing for me. Just Same. Nothing. I feel nothing. It's just, And it just it feels like, oh, there was a movie, so let's right. have a story about the Infinity Stones. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, meh. Why? That's fine. Whatever. Just bring Wolverine back and knock it off. Fuck it up. Yeah. Can we please, can we please stop searching for Wolverine? Yeah. Fuck please. off already. Jesus. All right. That's it for us. We're going to get out of here. We have stuff we got to do. I think uh, we're going to. It's gonna, Dundee Day. It's Dundee Day. We're gonna, specifically Dario Day, which is way cooler than Dundee Day. Trust me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's, they're separate. It's a separate celebration. I get it. Yeah. So Thanks. we're going to head up there, have some drinks. You're more than welcome to join us. It's a good time. Some buddies' bands are playing. My buddy Miwi will be up there. He's a talented guy. You'll like him. Uh, Satchel Grande's playing for the white people that like funk music. You know, they're, they're good at what they do. I like funk music. I know you I'm do. a white person. That's true. You are. I don't identify as that, but I don't see color. So there you go. <laughs> 
Thanks again to everybody that played along. As always, you can call us at 402-819-4894. You can leave us a message with whatever's going on, whatever nerd shit you want to talk about. Maybe you read a comic book you like. You just watched a TV show you like. You just got done with a role-playing game session that was bonkers. Call us. Tell us about it. We'd love to hear it. You can always send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. You can go to the forums, the THN forums, which you can access through twoheadednerd.com and... Hit us up with Ask a Nerd questions. Hit us up with cover-to-cover stuff we want to talk about. Comic pushers requests. Comic pushers requests. All kinds of stuff. We love you guys being a part of this show because it is less work from us. You know what I mean? We want you to do the job, and if you could pay us, too, that would be amazing. Okay? I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) It's the least you can do, quite frankly. Really? All of this content we've provided. Just kidding. We love you. Yeah, we love each and every one of you. Thank you to everybody that donates to keep this show alive. Stickers are going out this week. We got everything printed out. I apologize that shit took so long. It's happening this week. Envelopes. If you want a sticker, all you got to do is donate more than $1. Two bucks. That's it. Two bucks. Yeah, $2 or higher. Two bucks or higher. And you can do it on Patreon. You can do it on PayPal. You can walk up to me and put $2 in my pocket. I don't give a crap. All right? And there are those of you that for various reasons, had to scale back or, or cancel their donations. You're it still happens. getting yours. You're still getting yours. Yeah, I, I have a list of everybody that it. was ever a patron. Yeah. You're on the list. Unless you canceled because you hate the show now and you're just going to tear the sticker up. I didn't tell Matt about it anybody. Mm. I didn't tell Matt right, about it. That's all I got to say about that. So it's time for us to get out of here. Joe Patrick, typically, I always give the ending. Would you like to sign off today? Until next time, true believers, this is the two-headed nerd. Signing out? Signing off. I knew that. I was just a joke. Signing off. 500 episodes we've been doing this. <laughs> <laughs>